The following podcast is for information purposes only and is not suitable for retail investors. Hi and welcome back to this week's Chat of the Week. Today is Thursday the 3rd of August and I'm joined by Tom Banks. Hi Gabby, thanks for having me on. Now we are following on from last week's discussion on the remarkable performance of tech stocks so far this year. And looking on a more macro level at which countries are leading the way in terms of private investment in artificial intelligence. So, Tom, who seems to be taking charge? Well, it probably comes as no surprise who the two frontrunners are, that being the USA and China. But what comes as more of a surprise is how far ahead the US actually are, with private investment over the last decade sitting at $248 billion, then trading a bit further behind with $18 billion invested in the UK. So what we have with AI investment is a pretty spaced out global landscape. So how has the US managed to gain such an advantage over China and the rest of the world? Well, much of the answer lies in what you discussed last week surrounding tech companies. Uh, Silicon Valley has for a long time been the ideal environment for tech startups and new projects to secure funding, which has facilitated the birth of companies like OpenAI and helped roll out ChatGPT, Google's competitor in the form of Palm and Meta's Llama. And this has largely been the cause of all the hype surrounding AI and has pumped up private investment into the sector. The gap between China is slightly more surprising, as for a very long time now they've led the way in terms of AI research, but there's not been the same incentives in place in the private sector to innovate and thrive. It's mainly due to the concern the Chinese Communist Party have surrounding censorship, which means access to these large data sets which are needed to produce the complex generative AI, AI models have been restricted. So as we discussed last week, we know that tech stocks have been booming as a result of new developments in AI. But what are the actual benefits from this new technology and why should we care who leads the way? The main benefits have come in the form of high, higher labour productivity, similar to the effects we saw following the invention of the computer. Um, companies have reported gains in business units and overall just more efficient organisational processes. And forecasts have shown this and predicted a potential 7% year-on-year increase in GDP over a 10-year time span as a result. So whichever country is able to best take advantage of its capabilities will have a huge boost when it comes to economic growth and power. But with this power also to implement the technology in a safe way. You mentioned their responsibility. Um, what are the challenges that governments face in terms of balancing the desire for economic growth and its duty to ensure that this is done sustainably? Well, there's a range of concerns around AI, um, the main one being the potential for mass unemployment. We know AI is guaranteed to create new jobs, but as its capabilities expand, so will the ability to automate many tasks with administrative and office type jobs being the most affected. And then there's also the danger of this technology falling into the wrong hands of being used for malicious purposes, such as things like fraud, surveillance, a load of issues surrounding privacy. Um, so I guess due to the breakneck speed at which this technology is developing, governments and regulators have a huge challenge to keep up and make sure any legislation is kept up to date. And this will be key for them to make sure that sustainability is always kept as the main priority. So what steps have been taken or maybe not taken um, to avoid these dangers? Well, I mentioned earlier there are large differences in AI investment between countries. This is also very much the case when it comes to regulation. 
in the US, more legislation has been passed relating to AI than any other country. But this is hardly a surprise considering just, it's just a reaction to this huge demand we've seen. Most of these are policing measures set in place by the FTC and also some state-specific regulations, especially in AI hotspots such as California. But to be honest, a lot of the regulatory framework implemented so far has been merely based off guidelines and self-regulation rather than actual strict laws, which has led to an overall more pro-innovation type stance. And then on the other hand, in the EU, we've seen a much more rigorous approach. They've very much laid down the law in terms of ensuring consumer protection and safety by enforcing cost-benefit analysis processes before any new AI systems are implemented. And perhaps this is the reason we haven't seen any countries with China and the US. And some people argue that these regulations have been over the top and less attractive investment opportunities. And then finally, China's focus has very much been on state control and making sure national security remains a top priority, while still very much promoting research, innovation, investment. So there's three very different approaches and very much aligned with each country's societal values and national priorities. And with such differing approaches between the major players, is there a potential for conflict moving forward in such um, like a, a complex global regulatory environment? For many years, EU regu regulations have been the standard for most of the world, as the risk of not complying with these laws is too high for most countries who would otherwise miss out on one of the largest consumer markets in the world. But in this case, there, there could be an argument that the US will pull so far ahead in terms of AI market power that then the EU will no longer have the same influence. The likelihood is that in the future there will be some kind of merger between EU and US regulation as companies like OpenAI and Meta find the European market too valuable to leave. In China, on the other hand, the situation is not as clear. And geopolitical tensions between the US, China and US and China are already on edge. So it's unlikely that would be much agreement when it comes to trying to match the same regulatory frameworks. And having spoken about the countries who are leading the race in AI, what implications will there be for those countries who are potentially falling behind the curve? So one trend we have seen in AI more expensive to implement. Um, Google's recent release of its last large language model, Palm, particularly demonstrated this. It's re it required 360 more times data for a ChatGPT2 model change, and one that presents a whole load of higher technical and financial barriers to entry in the AI space. On top of that, forecasts have shown that the positive benefits are going to disproportionately benefit higher income countries relative to low income ones. And most of the benefits will affect the white collar type jobs, which are less common in emerging countries. And therefore, there is the danger that these countries may struggle to keep pace with the new AI wave and may start falling behind, particularly as developed nations reduce their overall dependence on these cheaper foreign supply chains that are so vital to them. This has been a really useful chat. Thanks, Tom. And um, I'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, Gabby. See you next week. For professional advisors only, the views expressed are those of Momentum Global Investment Management at the time of recording and are subject to change without notice. Momentum Global Investment Management has used all reasonable efforts to ensure the accuracy of the information contained in this communication, but we cannot guarantee the reliability, completeness or accuracy of the content. 
This podcast is for information purposes only and does not constitute investment advice or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell. Momentum Global Investment Management, company registration number 37330094 has its registered office at the Rex Building, 62 Queen Street, London, EC4R1EB. Momentum Global Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority in the United Kingdom, registration number 232357, and is exempt from the requirements of Section 71 of the Financial Advisory and Intermediary Services Act 37 of 2002 in South Africa. In terms of the FSCA FAIS Notice 141 of 2021, published on the 15th of December 2021. For complaints relating to Momentum Global Investment Management's financial services, please contact distribution services at momentum.co.uk. Your capital is at risk.